inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thanks for joining. Just think of the last time you were speaking, you were on stage. What were your emotions? Try to think about it. And at all, now think of the last time you had a work meeting, an internal meeting with your colleagues. Then again, what were your emotions? Your emotions will, as our guest will tell us briefly, they affect how we communicate, not only on stage, but also in everyday situations. So for this very interesting topic, let me introduce you Camilla Tuominen. She is a surprising combination of many things, a speaker, an author, illustrator, and a startup founder. Her mission is to teach everyone how to understand and lead emotions, which she realized to be the core skill of the future when she worked for years as management consultant. She has worked with hundreds of organizations in Finland and abroad, and is one of the most popular female keynote speakers in Finland. She is the author and illustrator of three books on how to lead emotions. She also works with companies as a business illustrator, making illustrations of otherwise complex concepts such as values, goals, and emotions. For that work, she combines her own experiences in corporations, background in customer relationships, and 10 years of working with four life emotions. Hello, Camila. Hello, nice to be here. Nice meeting you, nice uh, talking with you, Camila. Please tell us a bit more from your words and personal touch. What was your journey to become a professional speaker? <laughs> well, I can say it wasn't planned and it hasn't been straightforward. So um, it's a quite a long story, but maybe to summarize, it started nine years ago this spring, so soon 10 Mm -hmm. That I became an entrepreneur, I I left my consultant job and I became a startup founder, like you mentioned. And during that time, when I worked with companies and I, I was selling our technology, they were saying to me that, oh, we don't understand emotions, that you have to come and teach us. And first I was like, no, 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 no. I, I'm now concentrating on, on creating this technology But then I soon realized that, okay, maybe I give them this lecture and then they buy the emotion trackers on top of that. And, you know, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But then uh, the strange thing, the illustration part came in. So I wanted to do it my way. So uh, because I have this background in management consultants and, and I remember there was like strict rules and that what kind of presentation you should give and you know the the font had to be like 10 and a lot of text and I was like I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna do it my way so I used my own illustrations and I was really down to earth and really straightforward and to my complete surprise it it worked from the day one so people came to me after the lecture said oh oh, I'm feeling that way too, that the, your picture, it was just describing what I feel. So it was really <laughs> not planned. And it was so strange also that I was all the time trying to, in a way, push this emotion tracker that, oh, buy this, buy this. And I wasn't doing anything to sell my speeches or 
mm-hmm. presentation and people like were calling me yeah. and it was just well i have this marketing background so i was like you know making one plus one so camilla maybe you should be doing this so after a few years then i switched and now emotion tracker i have sold it and now i'm full-time speaker and trainer hmm. super interesting and quite um quite ironic you were trying hard to sell an app but people will want to buy from you uh your your persona your speaking uh, <laughs> your speaking gigs yes yes well. that's what it went and but it's <laughs> it's also when i started this journey i only had one mantra or one one red thread that i decided that whatever you camilla do be camilla so i have mm. all the time tried to be as authentic as i can and listen to my intuition and and i try to be bold in combining and doing things not just because i have to but also because i in a way have to because it's part of me mm-hmm. so it's also i have to be honest that I also understood that this is really me. This, this actually, this drawing and speaking—it's—it's it's one of the core things in me. So, in a way, it was the right direct direction. And it, even though it was hard to let go of emotion tracker, but the truth is, it was the right direction because this is this is what I have always been. I have been always uh, speaking is like <laughs> the the main thing about me, and I have always illustrated. I always wanted to be artist or psychologist. So in a way I'm mm-hmm. now combining the core things about me so okay. in a way it's not so so strange. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, not surprising if you see in 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 retrospective what you what you have before no? uh, because yeah of course you, so many people start uh, speaking and but it's not easy to resonate the way you you said you you combined your your skills already illustration and everything you had learned and and resonate as seems to the from the start so it's that's not that's not usual so that already proved that uh, you were meant to <laughs> be doing what do what you do today and why the topic of emotions why emo- emotion tracker why you left the management consulting uh, lifestyle to talk about and make a product about emotions what was your motivation yes it was personal so So uh, I have described in my first book uh, my journey, how it be- began, and and uh, I have always drawn how I feel. So my diaries are full of pictures, okay. and also I have now published the pictures that I have drawn there when I was like 25 and completely confused that okay, hmm. is this the work life that I I'm supposed to be in? What is this that they are asking me to be this kind of person even though I'm this kind of and all these things were really really confusing uh, and the the one thing that came up all the time was this problem that that something was happening between people like this kind of small gestures small bad behavior that really had a huge effect on my capability to be innovative or have the courage to say the the courageous things or or just be happy and healthy so this question didn't leave me alone that why is this that how we are behaving why does it have so huge effect on on us so i decided that actually these emotions 
as you said in the beginning, in the introduction, I realized that actually they are the key to all these things that we need in the future and all these what companies are asking from their people that they want they want people to innovate for example mm-hmm. well you, we are not going to tell our our vulnerable ideas if the environment is not safe for example so these emotions and leading of emotions is the key thing that we should be talking about and and correct if we want to have all these things that we are asking and and really that is the passion that still is so alive in me and i think it's also really a fuel in a way because there has been many problems and setbacks during these nine years and only because i'm so passionate about the original thing that i want to do that i feel that i still have the passion to do this so in a way this is my personal passion to help everybody to understand emotions and tell companies and get them to realize that this is a skill that they can learn and handle and they can be so much better so it's still something that i really want to do so of course that's your your mission now that's yeah yeah excellent so you you talk about for instance that at the time you were you were still working and you express some of these well well these emotions you express them just making the drawing by drawing just for yourself so you kept them then probably i don't know if somebody saw them or probably not many people saw them but you just kept them and and that uh, that helps you to uh, to realize that it's that's an important thing that you want to speak about that you want to uh, help people about that and then you bring the um seems that you work a lot with with managers with leaders because seems that the leaders are the one who have to talk more openly about the the emotions what what would you say it's it not common at all that leaders talk about emotion or they talk it in a very superficial way very i don't know how to say conservative way saying trying to say how are you doing and and if you have a problem get back to me but at all you think that's not enough um what would you say yes uh well there are many different kind of uh cultures and companies and emotional environments so it it's really depends but at least here in finland you could say that yes mostly the situation is that that companies are concentrating on the facts and linear mm. logical things and not so much on the emotional side but but as we are going towards this more human to human society and and as harari and everybody else is saying that, it, that as we get the smart machines and artificial intelligence the the linear logical is not enough we need the next phase for humans is to to really be more creative and be more combining these things and for for those things as i mentioned before we need this safety for example and people don't feel safe mm-hmm. if 
there is, for example, this kind of people are not being authentic or if we have to like be aware of what we say or be aware of negative consequences if we, for example, don't succeed in some some new thing. So in a way, for us to be successful in the future and be innovative, we need to create these environments where it's okay, for example, to not succeed all the time, make fail in a way. And in those environments, you need to need to be able to talk about these hard things. And in that role, in the, the leaders and the managers, they have a huge in a way, they give permission for, for this kind of culture. And if they are not mm-hmm. understanding it, if they are not promoting it, there's no way it's going to flourish. So we need them to show the example of being human, making mistakes, you know, not giving penalties if somebody doesn't succeed. But it's also we all need to, to contribute to that. So we all need to be more emotional intelligence and and really become more aware on on how we behave as an individual because the emotional climate depends on all of us so it's not only leaders yes Mm -hmm. exactly and and for everyone beyond the leaders because we just just explain us about how the leaders uh, should create this environment but for for every one of us for any of us uh, emotions are can be a problem for communication, right? Day-to-day communications. Uh, so if you can describe a bit of scenario for a person and what we can what we can do. Yeah. Well, um, I just had a three-hour workshop with one one group, and for example, one thing that came up there as a problem was silence. Actually, okay. that that people sometimes feel that. Uh, Silence is in a way okay. Then I'm not, I'm being neutral in a way, but often it's not. Uh, and yes, sometimes the the silence can be that somebody's like really thinking mm. or whatever. You know, it, it can be innocent in a way, but often it's not innocent. And we should, for example, be, become aware that that the explanation why it has a negative consequences if it stays too long is that that we people have this negative bias that if we there is silence there's like neutral thing we people read that in a way a bit negatively because that is how we are built that that is it's more important okay. for us to to spot threat than than positive things. So in a way, for example, that is a one easy way that when you become aware that, okay, if, for example, here now in this digital world and where we are meeting each other, maybe through black screens, even that we don't Mm -hmm. have the cameras on, we should really pay attention that I'm not leaving people in silence, but instead I say out loud what I think and I describe it, maybe use emotion words. And really, I make sure that the other one doesn't, you know, be there in the situation where they are like, okay, my presentation was bad. He doesn't understand. But instead, we say that, okay, that was good job or whatever. So that is something that could be an example on, on what to do in a practical way to lead emotions is not to leave people in silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's even more weird. The silence is more weird when, as you said, there are only black screens and the names. 
Yeah, that's true. It happened. Yeah, now no, that you are thinking, um, you said that I'm thinking about sometimes. Nobody speaks, and <laughs> <laughs> that's so strange and so so risk because there are so many interpretations on mm -hmm. that, and it's also shame because people. Except, I'm thinking about young employees who are insecure, mm -hmm. so they really they maybe they end up you know thinking about that the whole night that okay what happened that was so bad and the truth can be the opposite that they were really succeeding but nobody yeah. understands to say out loud anything because they assume for example that of course they knew that they were great we don't know and we all want to hear that okay it was a good job so it doesn't take much to say it out loud and especially now that they cannot see it from our faces mm -hmm. and i as a speaker, can feel this really strongly because it was actually March 13th uh, last year that I gave my last speaking gig. Then it was like six months or five months until my s next speaking gig with audience, live audience. Mm, yes. And it was amazing <laughs> that when I saw the people and their bodies and how they <laughs> you know, was sitting there and what kind of groups there were. I was like overload with this information. And even though nobody would come up to me afterwards saying that, okay, good job. Mm -hmm. I already knew from their, the way they were looking at mm -hmm. me and the yes. way, way they left the building, that okay, was it good or bad? But nowadays I have, for example, a few weeks ago, I had two speaking engagements, which I did from my sofa here in my office. <laughs> And there were like many hundred people online. And when the the event ended, I just put the, okay, leave the, the meeting. And I was sitting here on my sofa and I was like, did anybody hear anything? You don't know. I didn't get any feedback <laughs> because there was like this moderator mm. who was collecting the question and there was not so mm, much time right. for us. So it was, I felt so empty because I didn't get not even that physical presence or energy from the people. Yeah, okay. that's an excellent example. You that had a chance, not I think not all the speakers who have been active in these years and stop doing the, the live um, live events, not all had had the opportunity to have at least once the face-to-face -face again. And yeah, you described pretty well what the, the difference. And I yeah. think from the other example you gave, uh, doing from your sofa, is that I think there's more responsibility from the from the moderators, from the organizers, to make sure that yeah, there is there is that feedback mm. to to everybody, especially to, in in your case, you're the speaker. Yeah, yeah, we are learning. We are learning. Everybody is like learning, and okay, we have to do this, and we have to put the cameras on, and we mm -hmm. have to make sure, and everybody's like getting used to this new world. Yes. Yeah, I'm learning every time. I, I'm here, someone like you, <laughs> telling their own experiences in this virtual way of doing <laughs> uh, speaking. Camila, now could you tell us a bit your your books? Uh, yeah, you have a few books, so been quite prolific, I would say, in these nine years. You said so. Please tell us a bit of, of your books. Yes. Um. Well, I have published three books about uh, leading of emotions. You could say uh, the first one came out. 2016 and it was about uh, individual individual's journey towards understanding emotions it's uh, called tunnekuvakirja uh, pictures um, well 
I don't know how do you uh, explain it in English, but in a way, it's it's um it has maybe hundred pictures, okay. and there are these pictures that I had drawn when I was twenty five. Uh-huh. For example, when somebody insulted me, I drew a picture where I put my mouth shut with mm-hmm. the zipper, for example. And the second one came out two years after that. In and it's uh, how to lead emotions in corporate world, how to succeed by leading emotions and it's about why emotions what are emotions and how and it's actually well I was really happy because it was I got an international publishing deal for that one Mm -hmm. and it was for Russian (laughs) so it was really surprising to get it out in Russia but actually this uh it's the one really disappointing thing that this COVID situation changed mm-hmm. that so I don't know if it will be published after uh-huh. all but but it's it too is not it not it's not in English yet and the third one came out last year and it's it's based on my workshops so I have been doing these hundreds or tens or hundreds workshops with with these different groups and I have been asking that okay we know now know that why emotions we know that we should be doing this but why are you not saying out loud emotions why are you not showing your emotions or encountering emotions and what should we do about it and there came up these nine different steps or nine things that we should really pay attention to so the last book is about that and then, uh, in addition, I have illustrated two books uh, or okay. made two other books for, for the one is for young people. So how they can deal with emotions. And one is actually, uh, it has been really successful, this wise money skills for children. So and I illustrated that and one uh, fi- Finnish uh, guru on, on money made, the, made the, the money skills there. So. Okay, so yeah, three books about emotions. The the two others are you as you are illustrating for other authors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, fabulous. And one of them, the second one is you got a deal for Russian, uh, right? Yeah. And fabulous. How this crystallizes soon and, and yeah. yeah. And I'm it's sure. Not, well, and yeah, I'm my sure. dream is to get them published in English because mm. there are many companies that would want because it, it's international and and yeah. That's my dream, and I hope it will come come out one day. So let's hope so. Absolutely, and when it comes, we are going to announce it here. Yes, yeah. Camila had one of the books already in English, so I can go yeah. and get it. <laughs> okay, fantastic. And now that you mentioned your also your facet illustrator for two books, completely for two books. Tell us how everything starts for you as an illustrator. Tell us a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's again. It's so funny if I look at look back at my own history. When I was consultant and really I was really pushing and mm. trying to be what people expected of me and I was trying to be this calm and composed and really failing at it because I'm uh. not calm and composed. <laughs> I'm energetic and happy and uh, all these things. And it's so funny to see that I was like just this basic. And then when I in a way dropped it and I decided that, okay, I will be Camilla. Everything has, in a way, clicked. And all these parts of me, I'm now combining, as I described before. And also, it becomes this easier and easier all the time. I, I get better feedback for what I do. And it gets this 
I love these uh, Eastern philosophies and all this deep stuff. And they have this, that there is this saying that there is this stage of effortless ease. Mm. And I really feel that, that, for example, this drawing that it was so funny that when people reacted so much and they were like, oh, how can you do that? Because I also, the one thing that I do in my workshops that I live illustrate. So what they are talking, mm-hmm. I do this, this in a way, this collections of, uh, or notes illustrating those. And they're like, how can you do this? <laughs> That's and I'm cool. like, it's easy, so easy for me. Wow. So it's also, <laughs> it's like the, the drawing is actually, if I have to put these like words, uh, writing, speaking, or drawing in an order, that what would be most me? I would put the first one would be drawing, mm-hmm. then talking, and then writing. So that's the the way I see things. I always see things things in pictures. So it wasn't something that I added or made a strategy. It was that I st- stopped pretending and started to utilize my own combination of what I am and instead of thinking this is stupid well I thought and I can I can assure you it wasn't easy to combine it because when I mentioned it first time to my to our investors because Mm. we had outside investors in our technology and I remember how scared I was to tell them in one of the meetings that actually I have been using my drawings in the lectures and somehow they work. So I will be now doing more of the illustration. I will be illustrating emotions and so on. And two of them were like, what? You are not going to illustrate. You, we are doing technology. That is just stupid. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm happy now that I didn't listen to them. And luckily I had a mentor, wise lady, who I met right after that. And I told her that actually I think the illustration is just stupid. I'm not a you know professional illustrator. You know, what am I thinking? And she was like just looking at me and said, and I will remember this forever, you are not going to stop drawing. You're not going to. You're 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 continuing that. And I was like, okay, maybe. So <laughs> in a way, it just it was just combining myself into what I do. Yes. So you're uh, self-taught. Um... Yes. Yes. Oh. Wow. <laughs> self-taught for 40 years. So. Wow. And that is also something that actually I talk almost in my every lecture. That actually, when we go towards this next industrial revelation, this human to human, so human to human society, actually, the interesting part of as individuals, is the strange combination that we are. So mm-hmm. I always try to promote people to really combine their hobbies or strange skills that they have on the things that they do. Because I think that that, I know that that is something that the computers or artificial intelligence cannot do. We cannot copy that into to algorithms because that is a weird combination of skills and interests and personalities so really i think that that is really you get a competitive advantage by being a little bit strange so i encourage everybody to be a little bit strange <laughs> yeah like that yeah using these strange things in 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 your main uh, 
in your main job, in your, your main projects, you know, because it will add a lot of value, absolutely. Yeah. And you are a there are, li- there are not many speakers who draw, I can tell you. Pardon? There are not many speakers who draw. So. That's correct. That's correct. I think you are maybe the third one in more than 100. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> not many. That's correct. It's, it's, a, it's a fabulous skill. I'm always, always so, wow, nicely impressed with, with these skills you have. Um, and for speakers, uh, thinking of uh, ourselves as speakers, what a speaker should know uh, and do about our emotions? Yes. Well, um, I think the most often people, when we are talking about speaking, they are talking about being nervous mm. and being scared and, you know, what to do with that emotion. So maybe a few tips on that would be in place. So one of the things about nervousness, uh, because it's, uh, it's related to fear, and fear and nervousness, they, they give us energy. So some emotions take energy, some emotions give energy. So you can really feel when you're nervous, your mm. heart is racing, your palms are maybe sweating, your stomach is bubbling. So that's energy pumping up to you because it, it tries to prepare you for something threatening. But now when you're speaking, it's not a threat, it's it's. Or the threat is in your mind. You are mm, thinking about yes. how you're going to mess up things or they are thinking maybe on, on how what people are going to think about them, if you're going to do it right. So it's really a fear that you create yourself. And now the thing is that we cannot say to fear or in nervousness that don't, don't, don't be nervous, don't be nervous. Mm. It's like it's, there's these tons of energy inside of you so it's really a battle maybe you cannot win. But the thing that I actually learned from Simon Sinek when he had interviewed Olympic athletes, and he said that Olympic athletes, they maybe feel physically that, okay, I'm nervous mm-hmm. you know, before my 100-meter race, uh, you know, whatever. And, but instead of thinking that, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, they say to themselves, I'm prepared. There's this energy inside mm. of me and I'm utilizing it to, to, to boost my performance. So that what I suggest to you and what I do is that I, I'm saying that ah, I'm so ready and I, yeah. I, I embrace the energy and the nervousness. And I often my dance because in a way I'm, I'm giving the energy this kind of outlet to come out in a positive way and it gives me good hormones because I love dancing. So that is one tip that I could give uh, relating to speaking and emotions. Okay, also dancer, wow. Many, many, <laughs> many skills. And yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, a, it's a great piece of advice. Uh, the nervousness, this anxiety, emotions, uh, well, are there, it's a matter of, as you said, uh, setting yourself to feel like uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm pumped up. That's... Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. Okay, exactly. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Camila, could you tell us what is your favorite quotation? Hmm, yeah. Oh, well, there are many. You can look my Instagram. I, I love uh, quotes. and um, But maybe 
maybe one of the latest ones that I dig up, uh, I have in Pinterest tons of power words because they, especially when I started this entrepreneur journey, that I really had to go and look at those to get strength. Mm. And um, But one of my favorites is from Krishnamurti, which is, a, again, philosopher from East. And um, he says this quote, that happiness is a byproduct of meaning and it occurs in the absence of fear. And how I see it is that I shouldn't just strive to be happy, 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 because I don't really believe in that. But by doing things that are meaningful for me, that really resonate with my soul and my heart, and by not letting this fear to, to you know, mess things up by, by thinking about these threats and different kind of things, but boldly going towards uh, my meaningful things, I will be happy as a pride product. So... That is one of the things that resonate with me. Yeah, it's a good one. I heard that. Could you now recommend us one book that has been particularly inspiring or influential for you? Hmm, I'm a book lover, so I read maybe 50 books a year. So Difficult question. I have a few favorite, favorite ones. And maybe I say uh, this is a strange one. This is a Ray Dalio. Uh, and principles and this is a strange one because he's uh, one of the most successful successful investors in the world and his book principles it's really really amazing book about how to handle disappointment and wrong decisions because he has been really phenomenal in um, or amazing in 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 how he has looked at uh, wrong investment decisions by writing them down every time that, okay, may, I made this decision, it wasn't a good one. And really thinking that every time, and this is the quote uh, I, I often say to myself when I make mistakes, like every week, I said to myself, Camilla, what is the pearl that can be compressed out of this mistake that you can put into your principles. This wasn't the hmm. direct quote, but something in the line of line of these. So in a way, every time I miss something, I try to look the pain and say that, okay, next time, next time, Kamala, what can you learn? What can you be more wise about? And in that way, each time I do a mistake, I, I learn something and I become better. So... That is why the book is so beautiful in encouraging to look at failures, because I think that it's really necessary for us to become comfortable with failures, because otherwise we are not doing anything new, because there is no new without failures. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, sounds like a great book to read as well. Yes. A final question is... Could you share with us an exercise, something practical that you would recommend us do it regularly, a routine to shine? Ah, well, really, I hope that each of you uh, will get curious about emotions. So often what we do with emotions is that we turn a blind eye on them because they are not comfortable, especially the negative emotions. But instead, I would wish that you would Think of them as envelopes, as envelopes trying to tell you something. 
And I would want you to be curious that, okay, what is my system telling me about this situation where I, I am now? What is it trying to tell me, the wise system, about this situation? And think of it as an envelope that is giving you information about the situation. So in that way, every emotion becomes interesting and really trying to be more precise and, and really re enriching your vocabulary of emotions. It's, it's really necessary if you want to become better at emotions that, okay, am I now sad or angry or frustrated or disappointed? And really by looking at those with curious eyes, you become so much wiser in what what should you choose in the future so that you can make a better choices so get curious about emotions and name emotions name emotions yeah i'm sure there are some emotions that some words that people don't use them right when thinking oh i'm feeling sad for instance that's common but there are other words that i guess people don't don't name them right <laughs> oh no That is the most common thing that the therapist and everybody says to me, that people do not identify how they feel. Mm. They have one, one time, one said to me, I have three emotions, okay. good, bad, and okay. Why do I need more? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, your life is, might be a little bit gray and white now. Mm. So... Really, there's this German, uh, I think he was German a philosopher, Wittgenstein. He says that the, our world is the limit of our words. So mm. if you have only three words to describe world, that is quite narrow world. But when you have more words to describe the beauty of our life and, and the happiness and also the bad things, Mm -hmm. you are you you get so much more richer in what life and we often we often just see this first emotion this fear 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 but what we learn from emotion tracker and all all that emotion data is actually people have like five to even ten emotions in different these situations so when you describe them and write them down that i'm fearful You might see that, okay, there's these other emotions too, that I am nervous or maybe I feel strong or determined or hopeful. And there are these different aspects. And this mm -hmm. is really key thing because therapists have said to us that actually when depressed people see even one positive emotion there, they get hopeful. And that's really the road to, to getting better you get even one positive emotion and but people don't identify that if they just look at the emotions in the in the surface mm. yeah excellent excellent last idea name all your emotions thanks a lot camilla it was a pleasure talking having this yes. conversation with you uh, hearing so interesting stories about you and the work that you're doing and so helping people please tell us how uh, we can learn more about you get in touch with you what are the best ways yes Well, uh, welcome to social media. I love social media because I'm extroverted, uh, very extroverted. So I love social media. LinkedIn, I'm active there and, and also Instagram. 
So they are my favorite channels and also uh, my web page. So there's information about me and illustrations and, and links to different videos and, and podcasts and everything. So, so there's more information and I'm happy to, to get connected in through email also. So you can get my information from my website, camillatuaminen.com. Excellent. Many ways to find you. And as Camila said, she's quite extrovert, wants to get in touch with you. <laughs> so fantastic. Thanks a lot, Camila, yeah. and all the best. Yes, you too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Did you like it? Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit us at timetoshinepodcast.com. Until next time...